Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Ask Coach Gentry podcast, where I always target these three things. I want you to be yourself, take care of yourself, and invest in becoming the very best version of yourself. I am so excited because I got my girl who has been on here on more than one occasion. She's a favorite here at the Ask Coach Gentry podcast and above all things. Um, Our girl, Keisha Brown, welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Okay, girl. You know, we are just on fire. This is going, I've, this has been long long awaited I won't even say overdue I say long awaited because you know I truly believe that things happen when they should and we're always in the right place at the right time so we're gonna dig right on in um you know the the thing that's so amazing is that when I first recorded this um I was going to have someone else do it and it didn't and I had you in mind but anyway it didn't it didn't happen where I was able to um, get that other person. And at the appointed time, here you are. And I just am so delighted that we're going to talk on this topic because you're the perfect person for me to dig into this with. Because this is like people out there uh, that are listening. This is like what we talk about, like for real, for real. Our conversations go anywhere from talking about day-to-day things to like deep like this should be on a podcast which is why for so many years we kept saying how can how can we get this out like to people need to hear these conversations because when we get together it's crazy so true so I just love it um just to bring the people back to and set this set this topic uh up I uh a few years back you know just got this notion it just came to me and I put it in my phone because I never know when I'm gonna do what with something I, I just don't and I so I just put it up and I got seven rules to live by and if you've been listening to this now we're on rule number seven and when I say rules I don't mean this as an exhaustive list of this is it but this is just really like what I govern my life by Um, Of course, there's some other things, but it's just like it came to me and then I just began to level up to it. And so this particular uh, rule to live by, if you will, is love yourself lavishly. And Mm. I am like, as we dig into this one, it's going to bless everybody's socks. I know. And so... (laughs) I'm just ready. I'm just ready. So let's 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 just go into it, uh, friend. I mean, loving yourself lavishly. I mean, three powerful words. I'm I'm gonna let you just snatch right on into it, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll you know comment. Well, one of the things I was thinking about as I was thinking about the topic for today um, is what the word lavish means. Yes. Um, And I think that that's important to bring that out in this conversation because honestly, I don't think that we are accustomed to loving ourselves lavishly. Mm -hmm. Um, When I looked up that word lavish, it means to 
bestow something in a generous or extravagant quantity. Mm-hmm. And I know for me myself, it has been a long road of discovery to learning how to love myself, let alone loving myself lavishly. Yes. And so I think that ha- that comes with I don't know if it's an answer Mm -hmm. that you can just give in black and white form. Mm -hmm. I think loving yourself lavishly, I'm finding, comes in many different forms. Mm -hmm. It comes in many different stages. And it also comes in many different discoveries that'll take place. And so if I had to start it off, one of the things I would say about loving yourself lavishly is that you have to become intentional about mm-hmm. you like you do everything and everyone else. Woo! <laughs> and I'll say that again because I think we have been conditioned, if you will, we have been conditioned to learn how to love, mm-hmm. to please, mm-hmm. to extend to everybody else other than ourselves. That's and fine. so I think we have to... Um, recondition ourselves to even think about that differently like what that means to love yourself lavishly and the importance of it but I'll just say that again I think you have to become intentional about you like you do for everything and everyone else oh I love that and what a what an amazing place to start because see I looked up the definition too and we'll talk about that in a minute but intention you know these are not things that we learned growing up nobody mm-hmm. told us you know you have to be they you know they said go to school get a good education and be good to other people and be this and mm-hmm. be that but no one taught us <clears throat> how to love ourselves no one taught us how to be intentional about what we do and I, they, I have I I, I really think that you made a really great distinction when you said first of all learning to love yourself is one thing but then let's add in the extension of that which is loving yourself lavishly yeah what a tall order because Mm -hmm. what does it look like to love yourself let's, let's, let's sit with that because I don't think we see that often what, mm. is, what does it look like to really love yourself? It's it's almost like something that we skate past. It's something that people don't even expect out of us. Um, they just it's just one of those things that I think has been becoming a little bit more uh, relevant, if you will, and talked about now. But yeah. not but and but still not not even so much so. And it's like self-love is everything. So let's start the conversation with how important it is to love yourself and what that what that could look like. Cause it is gonna show up differently, you know, depending on like you said, you know, the season, the the explore, you know, just the season of discovery, all these things. But let's just dig in first of all with what it looks like to love yourself. So I hope you don't mind bringing me this example up. Um, We were having a conversation earlier Mm -hmm. and I think it's a perfect example um, in being authentic to use, Mm -hmm. um, especially for so many women or mothers 
Um, or I, I guess I should just say people in general, but I know that for certain as a woman and as a mother, I know that it's the cry or it's the struggle for many women and mothers. But one of the things that you said is that you wanted to get someone, you know, um, bring someone in to clean the house. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we have been taught is that, again, it goes back to our conditioning. And I think part of loving yourself lavishly, part of that starts with, because you know I'm all about mindset, mm-hmm. but part of that starts with the ability to unlearn things that you have been taught about loving yourself. That's it. If you have been taught that loving yourself is selfish, that is going to become a mental block that you now have to unlearn mm-hmm. in order to even practice loving yourself behavior-wise. That's because it. Because all of what we do, behavior and actions, begin with a thought, mm-hmm. begin with what we think. So the first uh, step, if you will, in loving yourself is learning how to unlearn some of the things that we've been taught about loving ourselves. So going back to you, bringing someone to clean the house you know we have been taught from generations of old that you know um, some may call that lazy or a waste Mm. of money or you have been made to feel like you need to be able to do that yourself but it's not that goes back to that conditional Mm -hmm. mindset and conditional Mm -hmm. way of thinking because to me that's loving yourself To bring someone in to say to alleviate a duty or to alleviate some stress or to alleviate a heavy load, that's Mm -hmm. part of loving yourself. So I think loving yourself shows up in many different forms that we don't think about because Mm -hmm. we've been so conditioned of what that is and what it should be or what that looks like. And let's just put this out there. That's going to look different, too. For yes. everybody. Yes. So I just wanted to put that in there also. I love that. And I love how you used that example. I, I don't mind at all because here's the thing. You know, um, I think that I love how you brought out the whole port, part about mindset because that's the first and foremost reason why we don't take the time to be intentional about loving ourselves. Because first of all, we don't even see the need. We have a mindset that says that, you know, it's better to give than it is to receive. It's better to do this than da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I gotta be this, I gotta be that, I gotta do all these things. And so no one tells us that we need to give from a full cup. So mm-hmm. we end up doing everything out of lack. We give out of lack of our time, yeah. of our money, of our resources, yeah. of our energy. And you know what that really does? is it really wanes on the relationships that we have with people mm-hmm. because we're not offering our best. And, and, and I'm going to say this while I'm here because this may shock some people, but it came to me when I was preparing for this podcast conversation. And I'm going to say this, the purity of your love can be measured by how you love yourself because, mm. because and here's why, because then and only then are you presenting your true self to those you love. See, if you are not showing up loving yourself, then when you love me, 
you're giving me a form of you. You're not giving me the purest mm. version of you. And although it may, your intentions may be as pure as they can be in that, in that moment. And you may feel like you're loving me and you may feel like you're not loving me with conditions, but the first condition that's there is that I am not brave enough or nor am I aware enough or nor am I, nor am I intentional enough to full and intentional and healthy place, whether it's because I haven't been taught that or because I don't take time to love me, whatever that is, I'm loving you from a place of lack if I don't love you from a place of self-love. Well, I want to add to that and say, oftentimes, honestly, we are loving people the way we love ourselves. Mm. It's just that we don't love ourselves in the purest form. I love that. Yeah. If, If I am very impatient with your um, shortcomings or flaws, it could be possibly because I'm impatient with my own. Mm-hmm. If I am a person that pushes through, even when I'm tired, then nine times out of ten, I'm not going to respect or understand when you don't push through. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's what I do. And so many times we are showing up and we are loving people as we love ourselves. And we don't understand that the issue is not the other person. The issue is I need to recondition how I love me. Woo! Come on with it. And we we haven't been taught that. We've always been taught to look outwardly instead of internally. Yes. So especially in relationships, the moment there is some kind of rift or tear or disagreement, we usually have the tendency to be in retrospect and look at the other person's behavior and what they did or didn't do. Mm. But I've learned through this journey in life, I've learned to be introspective. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned to stop and say, how am I contributing here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it has even caused me to have to transform the way I love me mm-hmm. because I was showing up and loving people the way that I love myself and finding out that I am not as patient with me yeah. um, that I am not as graceful as me that I don't give me enough rest and mm-hmm. I think that when you turn it around in that manner mm-hmm. I think that you can be more loving yes. when you learn to turn it around and say where is it in this situation or in this relationship that I need to show up better for me. Oh, I love that. And I I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up because this came up in my mind when, um, when you were talking and, uh, what I, what I realized was this, you know, first and foremost, you know, when people talk about love, we think about our creator, you know, you think about God Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. I have realized in all of my um, dealings with people personally and professionally, I pay attention to what people say and how they behave and I study human behavior. And I realized that when we talk about mindset, a lot of people uh, really don't have a healthy concept, even when it comes to God. And so, uh-huh. so that's the, that, that is the first <laughs> 
um, example of love besides our parents that, mm-hmm. you know, socially we're to experience. So if I think that God, the creator, is just an external force that's judging me and dealing with me based on my good behavior, and, and, and if I'm not, then it's a certain way and all of these. If I have all these types of mindsets that I've been taught and I've experienced through my senses, if you will, and find them to be true about God, even if they're not, that's going to also determine how I show up and love myself because we really have not been taught about the concept of the God within. And that, Mm. that right there is really where we're missing an opportunity to really healthily love ourselves because we keep thinking of this God as a God of pie in the sky. He's up in heaven. He's on the throne. He's judging. He's this, he's that. He, he, he. But we never tap into the notion of the God within, the creator within, the divine within. And when you begin to look at your relationship with the creator, with the divine from the from an inward place internally, I think the outgrowth of that will cause us to have a healthier uh, self-love concept because then we understand that it's not this all these external forces that are causing us to oh I don't know about this and this is happening to me and I and all of that and I did this wrong and I did that wrong it's a, it's a self acceptance that happens within because we know that the divine lives within us regardless regardless to mm-hmm. our shortcomings so I just kind of wanted to throw that self love concept in uh, as well as, as how we connect even with our creator. Ooh, well, <laughs> uh, that was a mouthful. And you know, it's also a passion of mine, but I uh, totally agree. I think that <clears throat> the concept and what you believe mm-hmm. um, about God, mm-hmm. it also shapes, it really does. It shapes love for you. Mm-hmm. Um because if you and and let me say this you know one of the wisdoms um that I live by says that it is with the mind that we serve God right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so it's so vitally important and it's so crucial that you're conscious of and you evaluate what your beliefs are about Mm -hmm, God mm mm-hmm what your beliefs are about love, Mm -hmm. what your beliefs are about relationships, because you are operating out of whatever that belief is, whether you are aware of it or not. Yes. We all have a set of beliefs that we are living our lives by. And those set of beliefs and what you believe, it is shaping, it is cultivating and it is creating and evolving the world around you, whether you are aware or conscious of that or not. Or not. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I learned to be with myself and with other people was merciful. Yeah, Mercy is a new term that has come my way in 2022. Yeah. And it taught me that I wasn't as merciful with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we 
are conditioned again to be to we live in a performance society right mm-hmm. and sometimes that performance driven is not just you know in sports or career um or making money sometimes that performance belief system and mentality stems over in our relationship with God mm-hmm. and we feel like we have to perform in order to deserve his love mm-hmm. and when your mindset is performance driven where you feel like I have to do this in exchange for this it is very limiting and it can tend to be very merciless in relationships mm-hmm. because the minute that the person is not performing the way in which you think they should, then there goes your love. Mm. Then there goes your your grace. Then there goes your tolerance. Then Mm -hmm. there goes your patience. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it is beneficial to evaluate whether or not that performance mentality is spilling over with even how you interact and show love to yourself mm-hmm. like what is your self talk like when your performance isn't self subpar when you aren't producing mm-hmm. when you aren't creating when you aren't at the top mm-hmm. what does it look like what do you tell yourself yes um what are you saying to yourself how are you treating yourself all of that matters and we have to be conscious of that because it will spill over into how we interact in all our other relationships as well. My God, listen. <laughs> powerful, powerful. And I just, I absolutely know that there's people who are so thirsty waiting to hear this because see something within is telling you that. And it's the God within. It's the divine within that's telling you the right thing. But all the external forces will cause you to ignore and to second guess and to have self-doubt about what's going on within. But if you listen to that voice within, you won't be led wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that we shift our mindset and that we are very intentional about how we show up for ourselves because when you operate from a space of self-love, you're operating from a place of abundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're operating from a place of abundance. You're saying, I'm full, so out of my fullness, I offer to you. And I don't know Mm, about you, but I love that. It's almost like, let me put it in a practical form. If you say to me, girl, I just had a, I just got a bonus and girl, come on, go with me. We finna go shopping. I'm finna treat you. As opposed to you saying, girl, I got a hundred dollars. Let's go to the store and I'm gonna try to find a little something, something. And uh, <laughs> you try to find a little something too. Yeah, I may roll with you cause you my, you know, you my, you my girl, you my dog. But I don't, the experience, huh? Come on mm. here. Experience. Yeah, you gave out of your lack. So I could, if I look at it from the vantage point that we've been taught, I may say, man, she really loved me. She's going to share with me when she doesn't have. But the, the experience is not God, really, because God is abundant. 
So here we go to the store to try to to try to get scrimp and save and get something off of this hundred dollars <laughs> as opposed as opposed to this two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollar bonus that you got. And we're now in the store grateful, thankful, able to experience the abundance that was given to you. See, we have been taught that we're supposed to struggle and be in lack. But that's mm-hmm. not God. That's what external forces have taught us. And so one, the reason why this rule to live by is we kind of bring this to a, to a close. The reason why it's so important to love yourself lavishly is because that is the way that we're loved by the divine. Mm. And that I can attest to. Yeah. That is so true because that is one of the things that I, as you know, go back to every time and say has changed my life. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has changed my life is the lavish and abundance of love. I feel like, my God, I have had a experience with my God. And I'm glad that you use experience because each and every one of us, when we are in relationship with people and people are in relationship with us and we're in relationship with other people, they're having an experience with us mm-hmm. and we're having an experience with them. Mm-hmm. And it, it would behoove us to just evaluate what kind of experience are people having being in relationship with me? Yeah. And I love it because my experience with God has been such an incredible one mm-hmm. until when I'm not loving as my God has loved me, I can immediately tell it. Mm. And it causes me to evaluate how I'm loving. Mm-hmm. I have experienced such abundance of trust, mm-hmm. consistency, grace, mm-hmm. kindness, forgiveness, until... It has made me have to stop and evaluate how I'm showing up sometimes in relationships because of my experience in my relationship with my God. And so it has made me, because the love has been so lavish, because it has been so luxurious, mm-hmm. because it has been so extravagant, Come on. because it has been so generous, Mm, come on that kind of love in its purest form is life changing it really is Mm -hmm. and that's where the terminology or the cliche came from that what the world needs is love Mm -hmm. but we need it in its purest form where it shows up and it's generous and it's Mm -hmm. extravagant but it's going to be very difficult for us to give it away if we are not receiving it. One of my favorite quotes is, charity begins at home, Mm. meaning love begins at home and then spreads abroad. Yeah. So the first giver of love should be you Mm -hmm. because that's how you're going to love abroad. The way you love you is how you're going to love abroad. So generously give to yourself generously check in with yourself generously get the rest that you need extravagantly pour on yourself 
Mm-hmm. Give time to yourself. Do what you love. Be merciful with yourself. Mm-hmm. Pace yourself. Because that's how you're going to learn to love abroad. Uh, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Magic once again, people. This is what happens with me and my my good girlfriend, my good sister friend. I mean, just just straight fire. I I love it. And I know that this is going to really help some people. I know it's helped us. (laughs) This 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 is just truly a blessing. Well, Keisha, tell the people how they can find you and connect with you and work with you and all those good things. Well, I don't have a website or anything. However, you can reach me. I do have Instagram at simplygraceful7. Um, that's my Instagram handle. Um, on Facebook, I'm Keisha Brown. That's K-E-I-S-H-A, last name Brown. And um, if you want to reach out me to me for mindset coaching, I can be reached at 618-979-3825. And let me say this before I end, um, we end this podcast. I want to thank Gentry um, because my experience of friendship with her has been a generous one. Mm. Um, it has been a forgiving one. Um, it has been a mature one. It has been a fun one. It mm. has been one that has taught me how to love, how to be a friend. Um, She's extravagant in her friendship, in her love, in her giving. And so I just wanted to thank her because she has been an example of what we're talking about on the podcast today, and that's loving abroad. So thank you, friend. Oh, friend, don't be trying to make me cry up in here, girl. (laughs) No, it's all true, though. It's all true. Oh, I love you, girl. I thank you so much for joining me on this podcast and listen, good people, season three is a coming. This is the last episode of season two. And no better way for us to close this season out other than doing what we always do, which is basically I teach you how to love yourself. And so like I always say, be yourself. That's an act of love. Take care of yourself. Again, an act of love. And please invest and becoming the very best, the very best version of yourself. Till next time, we love you. Bye bye.